Shabbat Shalom, and welcome to this week's episode of I Only Have Five Minutes. This is your host, Avram Milner. I am a current rabbinical student at the Ziegler School of Rabbinic Studies in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. One of the interesting things about this week's Parsha, Parshat Mishpatim, is that I believe it has a similar thematic structure to last week's Parsha, Parsha Yitro. If you were able to join us last week, you'll remember that we discussed that the beginning of the Parsha is about sort of the, the mundane and earthly world with Moses talking about how we should delegate work with Yitro. And then after that, we have the, the revelation at Sinai. And one of the pieces that we took from that ordering of things, especially considering the conversation with Yitro, it appears as though that conversation happened after the revelation at Sinai, yet it's placed before in the text, showing us that we have to, you know, quote, put our laundry first. That ultimately, you know, after after experiences like like that, like the revelation at Sinai, we have to come back and stay grounded in reality and do the work. And we have a similar structure in this week's Parsha where we the Parsha starts off with what's known as uh, Sefer Habrit, the Book of the Covenant, because we have, it's the first chunk of laws and legislation in the Torah about how a, a society should be and how people should act. And then at the end of, at the end of the Parsha, we have this really interesting moment that's a, a deep mystical moment, and it sort of runs in a parallel structure to last week's parsha. But I think the the messaging is a little a little different. So let's zoom in on on what I'm talking about. We have this curious moment where Moses and Aaron and Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy elders of the ancient Israelites see God. And if we look at the Torah text, it reads. And they saw the God of Israel. Under his feet, there was the likeness of a pavement of lapis lazuli. Like the very sky for purity. But he did not raise his hand against the leaders of the Israelites. They beheld God, and they ate and they drank. So after this whole whole section of, of laws and the beginning of, of legal code that outlines ancient Israeli society, we have these two lines where 74 people have a, a deeply intimate, mystical, visionary experience where they see God. And it, it comes and it goes. And there are a couple interesting pieces to the experience, in addition to the fact that, you know, what I thought, I thought Moses was the only one that sees God. Well, apparently not. Um, so two two pieces I want to point out about this is the first, we, we have this mentioning of leave not has appear, which is, is lapis lazuli. And it's a, uh, it's a, a this shows up a couple times. So if you go to later on in Ezekiel one twenty six, he also talks about seeing lapis lazuli connected to God's throne. But if we go back to Genesis, 
chapter 2, verse 9, we read about the Evan Shoham, the lapis lazuli, that shows up in one of the regions in the very beginning of world history. And I think what's interesting about that is it seems like there's some connection to this experience with the state of perfection found in creation. And furthermore, if we look at the number of people that experience this, we have 74 people. If we take out our, our gematria skills from our, our Torah interpretation toolbox, we have a, a nice Purim connection, which is, which is great because today is Rosh Chodesh Adar. It is the beginning of the new month of Adar and Purim is coming up very soon. And the gematria value for 74, uh, one, of the, one of the equivalents is Hadassah. And Hadassah is one of the names of Esther. And it comes from Hadass, which is Myrtle. And what's interesting about this is there is an association with Myrtle and the scent of the Garden of Eden. They smelled the Myrtle from the Garden of Eden. And that this moment is actually a, it brings them back to that state of, of perfection back in the primordial history. Now, why does this mystical experience happen in the context of this Parsha? I believe that one of the ways to look at this is that the, the legal code outlines the work that we have to do. That's that's the foundation of everything. Of, you know how to how to live in society, how to how to be, you know how to be a good person, and and what that means, and what does it mean to live in relationship with others. The other piece of this, you know, of the work is sometimes these these experiences happen, these mystical and deep experiences happen, and we don't we don't do the work for those experiences, but sometimes these experiences are the byproducts of doing the work. Meaning that every once in a while, something will happen where you're able to smell the myrtle of Eden, or you're able to get a glimpse of the lapis lazuli. And the beautiful thing about this is that the, the mundane day-to-day work reinforces those mystical experiences and those mystical experiences reinforce the day-to-day grounded work. Those moments are grounded by the laws and the laws are elevated by their connection to these moments of smelling the myrtle and seeing the lapis lazuli. So my bracha, my blessing for everyone this week is that in doing the work of what it means to be a person living in this world, May we also have moments where we can smell the myrtle of Eden and we can catch a glimpse of the lapis lazuli and may those moments and experiences empower us to continue doing the things that we need to be doing. Thank you and Shabbat Shalom.